0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to another edition. This is episode 2. Uh, the Disney happy hour. I am Chrissy Francesco with me is one of my best friends, Kyle Higgins. Uh, how you doing, man? Doing great. Happy to record. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so it's, we have a lot to peel from the bone here, like a, a freshly, like just cooked roasted rib. <laughs> There's so much to talk about today. That's so
1: one way of putting it,
0: <laughs> we have a, a couple poll questions that we got through. Kyle has a notebook here of results. Um, we're going to talk about the Disney's, uh, not-so-scary Halloween party. Now, uh, we're going to talk about... We're, we're going to break down uh, World Showcase. So we're going to go country by country. So, what are we going now? We're going clockwise or counterclockwise. Uh, counterclockwise. We're going so counterclockwise. Start, start with
1: Canada. Right. We'll
0: work our way around the World Showcase. All right, cool. And we'll, Our plan for that is... is is. Obviously, one of the main attractions to Epcot, what makes it such an amazing park, is the the World Showcase. Um, and what we're going to do each week, or maybe every other show, we'll, we'll break down uh, what, what this country has to offer. The food, uh, maybe entertainment and such. Uh, we will talk about that. But we will start the show uh, today. Uh, I really want to talk about what's in the news, and that's the new Skyline. Um, Kyle and I were just going to touch on it, uh, but it seems that... Every day, there's something new that comes out that's been going on with this thing. And uh, Kyle, your thoughts. uh, You and I have been texting back and forth about this now for about a week. Um, So since that breaking news that happened, uh, what was it five, six days ago? I think now. now, Yeah. um, Was that Skyliner? You know, having an accident, and not just an accident. I mean, like a crash.
1: Yeah, yeah, it looks like they they piled up a little bit um, Mm -hmm. on the Epcot line in the, uh, what was it, the Riviera Resort in their station. Yes. Uh, Um, And people were stranded. I read up to or a little over three hours. Some people were stranded in the air. That's awful. So
0: I'm going to go to you. I'll let you start this off. What were your thoughts when you saw it? And where do you think this is going to go moving
1: forward? Um, You know... I don't think it's a huge deal, honestly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it was obviously bad. It's traumatic, especially if there were young kids trapped on there. Um, And Disney obviously needs to work to correct it. I heard they've been very good about reaching out to the people that were trapped on it. Um, Many people have gotten, like, a bunch of fast passes for rides, um, gift cards and stuff. I read one person, they gave up to $200 worth of gift cards per person that was trapped in the cabin. Um, So it sounds like Disney did a very good job of trying to quickly make amends with the people that were affected by it yeah um but you know, to me, it it kind of almost seems like they now rushed out a product. Um, it didn't seem that way at first at launch. Now, mm-hmm. but now you're sitting here thinking, okay, well, was it really ready? Right. Um, because obviously, it, well, six days it was operable um, before this happened, and now it is closed indefinitely for testing. Um, so for me, you know, I never had any interest in writing it. Um, so this does not change my thoughts on that. Um, and. Honestly, I'm the type of person where if it was something I wanted to do, something minor like this, I mean, it's not like something fell off the line. Yeah. It wouldn't impact my decision to ride it going forward. Um, but I think everybody should, you know, give it a little bit more time. And, and wait and see. I, I, it's very, very early. Um, it's an infant um, in terms of rides and everything like that and they got kinks to work out
0: absolutely and they and that's the thing that uh, people said is I'm never going to ride this again well I mean listen the monorail breaks down every three months and everybody still rides the
1: monorail and a monorail um, I mean and, and not <laughs> not joking the monorail I mean there's been times where the doors have opened while exactly. they're in motion mm-hmm. and I, I'd be much more afraid of that than just being stuck on a you know a secure cabin for right. an hour exactly um, yeah the monorail has issues I don't think this should deter people from riding it but they should just give it some time to really work out the bugs in it
0: absolutely for sure and you know there was a couple reports that came out i think the orlando sentinel that there were uh, infractions, or there were troubles with this Skyliner weeks ago before
1: it even started. Yes, and- I read Reedy Creek Fire Department actually had mm-hmm. warned Disney about some issues or concerns that they had several weeks before mm-hmm. um, it had opened.
0: So it, you have that, and, and then you go into, a couple of people have gone to the hospital. Um, like you said, there were, there were people that were stranded for up to, you know, three hours. Um, a lot of people, a lot of, you know, people that were on there reported they were fine. It was okay. Uh, Disney communicated with them afterwards. Uh, Disney has been, you know... Vehemently apologizing, yeah, uh, for for what's going on. That they're going to fix it. I know they're going to. This is just like riding test track, where one out of three times you're going to be stuck for ten minutes. It's like riding any other ride in Disney World. Right. It's a machine.
1: It's and not just Disney World. Any amusement park. Any anywhere. amusement park. Things happen. Yep. Um, and it just so happened that it, it came at a very poor time for Disney when they um, were in the news. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it made big news. Um. And it's a shame that it worked out the way it did, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to correct it. No, I, I agree. Um, so we're going to move on from that. Now, we had a couple poll questions. Go ahead. Actually, I just wanted to touch on something that we talked about mm-hmm. the other day involving the Skyliner. Um, so, like we said, I, I'm the type of person that does not... Want to ever ride the Skyliner? Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody who knows me knows, like, I don't like ski lifts. I don't. I don't really like things where I'm suspended from a cable. Same. It, it's just me. <laughs> um, I don't love heights, so the whole combination of everything is is just not a fit for me. So Chris and I were talking about the other day um, something kind of interesting, where different resorts offer different transportation mm-hmm. services. So I mean, those guests at Polynesian Grand Floridian and, and Contemporary, you know, you don't get a bus to the magic kingdom you rely on the monorail yeah um i I don't know i've never stayed at one of those resorts i have not had the privilege i don't believe correct me if you're wrong that they get a bus to epcot either i think i I believe they use the uh, the monorail goes epcot right so so i'm pretty sure yeah i think they i think they rely on the monorail for epcot as well chris you stay at beach club a lot um Mm -hmm. and that is an epcot Resort. Epcot Resort. Yeah. Um, so you don't get a bus to the I don't main get entrance up, of Epcot. Right. You don't have to go. We have to walk. Walk to yeah. International Gateway or you can mm-hmm. take the boat. Yep. Um, Yacht Club, the same thing. Do you get a bus to Hollywood Studios? No, has to take a ferry same or a walk. You take a ferry or walk. <laughs> it's about a mile so, walk. So it seems like these, these resorts that have different. Alternatives to the bus do not get bus services, so I'll, I'll be interested to see if Disney implements that same type of thing for the Skyliner at Skyliner Resorts, mm-hmm. uh, Pop Century, Art of Animation, Riviera, and um, Caribbean Beach. Um, I believe are all the the four yes. Skyliner resorts. So I'll be interested to see if they you know discontinue bus service to Hollywood Studios. Um, is it the only park it's going to right now? Yes. To, go to Epcot. No, just Hollywood Studios. Just Hollywood Studios. So I'll be interested to see, um, if they impact the transportation for that, because I personally, that'll, that'll affect where I stay. Honestly, I, I'm a big Pop Century fan. I don't see a need to spend a lot of money on a resort that I barely ever spend time in. Right. Um, but I, you know, I don't want to be limited to using the Sky, uh, Skyliner so this will if they decide to do the same thing I think this is going to change a lot of things for um, people and, and where they decide to book um, I don't know if that's something you would take into consideration Chris um, again I know your your home hotel home resort is Beach Club um, I don't know if they decide to expand the Skyliner in the future if they put it over there and you know that became a method of transportation you would to rely on if you would change where you stayed because of that I, I just know personally I will and I feel like it will impact other people I, if they do that to, to
0: to go off that yeah to answer your question I, I think for me yes my home is beach club but there are i do want to eventually stay one of my dream places to stay is the polynesian and that that or you know my my wife has brought up ideas to stay at the new place the riviera yep. eventually or even um oddly enough my wife was looking at the contemporary and thought the contemporary would be a nice place to stay at so these resorts that I just mentioned are going to rely heavily on monorail or the Skyline. Yeah. So for me, I other than the Beach Club, I would like to stay. I like Pop. There's. I've even brought up the idea of staying at Art of Animation with yep. with a. You know, I have a one year old now, so these kind of fun resorts might be somewhere that I want to explore later than a road. Because again, in our first show, I told you guys I grew up on the All Star Resorts. Yes. So I remember how fun they were for being a kid. Um. But nonetheless. Um, to tell people this I saw this on some forums the bus services are never going away the bus no. services will always be there if anything if there continues to be issues with the monorail and the Skyliner the buses will get opened up to all parks for the time being correct they have enough of them so the transportation will always be the, the buses will always be there if you need them Disney will make sure of that um, but for the Skyliner yes you are right Kyle it would impact my decision if issues can continue to arise and not get fixed with the transportation issue. Um, so that's a great point. I think a lot of people should look at that. If you want to, if you don't want to ride the Skyliner, if you don't want to ride the monorail, but what's going on, you may
1: want to take a deep, hard look where you're at. Yeah. Um, so. Like I said, we don't we don't want to um, you know beat a dead horse mm-hmm. with the Skyliner talk. Um, I feel like most of the people that are going to be listening to our podcast, you guys, are active online, social media, and everything, so you've seen the news about the um, Skyliner. Those of you who are not as active online and don't know as much, um, just to end it, I'd encourage you to you know just do some research on the Skyliner, mm-hmm. uh, make an assessment for yourself. I, I don't think it's something you know if you do have ideas or thoughts on wanting to ride it, I, I don't think you need to change your mind on that. Uh, But just do some research and, and, you know, see if that seems like it's going to be something for you.
0: All right. Yeah. Before we go on our first break, I want to talk to Kyle here. He had uh, he took the time here, very, a lot of time, I see, on a poll that he put on uh, one of the Disney uh, forums. Uh, Kyle, if you want to go over what this was and and your results, and then I'll go over the one that
1: I I posted. Okay, so I asked people, and, you know, like Chris said with his first poll in the first episode, you know, you get a lot of knuckleheads in their answers. (laughs) Um, I asked people, you know, a hypothetical question. Mm -hmm. If there was one thing, one attraction in Disney World that you could get rid of... What would it be? You know, basically a fun way of saying, what's your least favorite ride? Or basically. Favorite, uh, least favorite attraction. Right. You know, I got I got yelled at on a lot of posts saying that I am not Disney um, because I would suggest the idea of getting rid of something. Um, Clearly, people, those people have never been on Alien Encounter or the Stitch ride. People, people <laughs> have told me um, that I should no longer be welcome in these groups. Really? Yes. Um, people have suggested that I am killing the magic for them for asking. <laughs> a question this is great. i don't know why they couldn't just you know, answer the question answer. or just not answer right um so my question was again what could if you could get rid of one ride oh um gosh. in disney or one attraction could be a show anything um what would it be and the overwhelming uh, we had well over a thousand Um, answers on this I tallied up 300 and basically went off the trends Um, Tomorrowland Speedway had the most um, that's my second I'll give you my first if you want it out of the 300 I tallied though it only had 54 Hmm. Um, so there was a good spread um Second place was It's a Small World. Like oh, thirty seven. man. Um, people Can't Stand It. And then um, <laughs> Mission Space and Tiki Room were Oof. the other two. But, you know, man. we got a range. We got some people said Soarin', um you know figment rock and roller coaster rock
0: and roller coaster Haunted
1: mansion
0: Those Everest. that person should be kicked out of the groups um,
1: you know couple test track one phantasmic um one main street electrical parade that's um, already gone well i guess that's for our, our <laughs> people. disneyland people it is still going in disneyland that's good um and i didn't write it down um but the last thing from my poll there was an overwhelming and i think you'll find this interesting because it piggybacks off of our first episode okay um, um, a lot of people want Star Wars in general gone. Then you know what I've been. Everybody seeing a is lot saying of that. that it has ruined the feel of mm-hmm. Hollywood studios. It is a ginormous waste of space. Wow. It does not feel like Disney. It is ruining the magic for them in those parks, and it's just so consuming. This is not contained to Galaxy's Edge. You know they have the uh, the midday like fireworks and shows and stuff like that, and they have the stormtroopers walking around. Uh, a lot of people um, just overall they wouldn't get rid of a ride they would get rid of Star Wars as a whole out of the Disney wow. parks wow
0: I'm that's crazy uh, I mean I don't know if it's going anywhere because look I guys I don't have any inside information on things like that however um I mean if 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 this doesn't get better this is going to be a nightmare this yeah. whole I mean like we talked about in the first episode it's already well documented this place has been open for 2 months and people are already losing their jobs <laughs> so that that can't spell uh, uh uh you know positivity moving forward to to go off of your poll here if if I had to vote my least favorite ride in Disney would probably be the Tomorrowland Speedway, very, very closely followed by Mission Space. Uh, just not a fan of Mission Space at I all. I like it.
1: Really? I enjoy
0: it. I yep. felt I got sick on it twice, so that uh-huh. Caitlin and I
1: did green last year, the easier one. Um, I'll uh, do that. Now. I, d- I don't think she disliked it, but it was kind of like I don't need to do it again. Um, I've done green and orange, and I enjoyed it. Um, not obviously not something I would fast pass, and not something I would wait in line for. But there's been times where I walk by and it's like a five minute wait, so I'll mm, go on it. I that's enjoy good. it. Uh, I like thrill rides too. So mm-hmm. you know the spinning around on orange and everything like that. I don't get sick from it. I enjoy the G Force and mm-hmm. everything. So it's fine. I um I didn't like I, I mean I don't like um I don't like Star
0: Tours at all. Never since I was a kid. No, I haven't either. Yeah, not a fan of Star Tours. Um I don't
1: like it's tough to be a bug.
0: I didn't like that either. Uh, yeah. I'm with you on that. I didn't, I didn't even like um, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Nope. I didn't like the little feeling of the bugs crawling under my feet yeah, for not, those who haven't experienced that yet. That's what did it for me. Yeah, I was good. like, no, nope, not <laughs> See, going back. See, so you guys, Colin and I are perfect for each other. We don't like bugs at our feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, my uh, another one that I love that people, I'm surprised, didn't give you a big thing Growing up, I don't know, maybe it was because, again, like I said, I used to go in August all the time, and it was like a 15, 20-minute ride. I loved Ellen's Universe of Energy ride. (laughs) I mean, I'm happy it's kind of gone because, boy, was
1: it dated. That ride did not age well. Um, I think almost every ride in Disney now that has, like, based on video – um, as mm-hmm. a large part of it's getting pretty dated. They're like 10-year-old videos on a lot of these. Now. And then we'll, they need to be updated. I mean, especially Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah.
0: I mean, Steven Tyler and Aerosmith does not look like that anymore. Uh, that's probably better off. It's, they don't
1: update Steven Tyler. It's,
0: it's better off that they don't do that. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I am going to discuss uh, my poll Question. Then we're going to get into the Disney's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which I want to talk to you guys about since we are almost midway through uh, October here. So we're really deep into Halloween and and Disneyland and Disney World. Um, So this is the Disney Happy Hour. That's Kyle Higgins. I'm Christy Francesco. If you guys want to follow us on social media, we are on Twitter at Disney Happy Hour all one word nothing no no hyphening or anything like that at disney happy hour um i am at cd Fran Fran24. um kyle at kyle higgs h-i-g-g-s 27 perfect um all right we will be right back in just a few seconds we have a lot on the other side to get to uh so thank you very much and hold on
1: this, our of halloween. this is halloween this is halloween
0: Welcome back, Disney Happy Hour. I am Chris, that's Kyle. And, uh, right, so let's go into my poll question. My poll question was, what is your favorite nighttime spectacular, past or present? Um, of course, in these poll questions that I can do on Facebook, people can add to your poll. Um, there were some things I just left out because I knew it wasn't going to get a lot of votes. So I just kind of added, um, the ones that I figured were important. I added, uh, it was Wishes, Happily Ever After, Illuminations, um the you know the the phantasmic. Uh, i added mickey's not so scary halloween uh fireworks the christmas fireworks um so basically i added the things that are just consistently popular over the years i know Kyle added one that was a good one that you added i i should have thought of that one um so overwhelmingly by a landslide there were 614 total votes um by a landslide wishes one yeah. um and I, I, I mean, I love Wishes, uh, but realistically, if you have to ask me, Wishes is probably the best one. But what's close to my heart, I just love Illuminations. I always have and I always will. Illuminations was far and away second. And then a lot of things just followed after that. Um, after that one, I think the only, the one that came in after that was Fantasmic.
1: That's actually my number one. Would I love Fantasmic. Fantasmic. Um, you know you, you get fireworks mm-hmm. you have the characters yep. you have the water um, you know the water shooting all around so that's a fun display you get like the lasers and everything like that mm-hmm. there's just so many parts to it um, where you know to me and again I love wishes so, I'm, so I'm, don't take it as a knock on it
0: oh for sure it
1: was wish- just a fireworks show mm-hmm. um, with music um, you know you get the music you get everything with Fantasmic so I found it more enjoyable for me mm-hmm. because it was more of an all encompassing thing
0: oh absolutely and, ha- and uh Happily Ever After, the new one, in a couple years, it's going to jump on a lot of people's lists because it is incredible. Yes. Have you seen Happily? Oh, it yes. is spectacular. Yeah, very good. Um, so, all right, let's go into, uh, and by the way, for those polls, uh, we're going to start putting them up on fate on Twitter as well. So you guys can get involved. I'll share them. Kyle will share them. Um Polls are a lot of fun. It kind of gives me – it kind of gauges what people are thinking at that moment because uh, for people that do polls, you can ask the same question in a week from now, and you're going to get totally different results. Yep. It's just the way it goes. Um, so all right, we're going to go into the meat of this, which is uh, the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which right now currently probably holds one of the top three or four firework shows in Disney World, yep. uh, for those who ha- haven't seen it. Wishes. Yeah. Oh, my yep. goodness. Uh, they did a lot of changes to it this year. That includes a lot of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas themes. Um, so, uh, But we're going to get into it. So this is an event that – it's a special event that goes from August 16th. Yes, August 16th <laughs> to November 1st, 2019 because literally, guys – at midnight on October thirty first into November first. I'm sure you guys have seen it on YouTube or seen the specials on ABC Family or Freeform. Um literally within hours, it goes from Halloween to full out Christmas. Um so the, the so from August sixteenth, November first with the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. So you have to book tickets for the show. Um it's it's you you can buy in early when it first comes out. They you can start getting your tickets up to one hundred and eighty days in advance of your trip. So with an August trip you can you can book it pretty far out. and um, you can save money that way. But normally the the event tickets start at around hundred and five dollars. I know they went up. It um, also I
1: think it depends
0: upon too, the day. Right. Um, as it gets closer to Halloween itself, it goes, up. they go up. Right. Um So it's really amazing. So what they do is they shut the park down almost at around 6 o'clock on most nights. And what happens is when they shut the park down, they give you a wristband if you've paid for that ticket, obviously, for that event. So you get a wristband. You get to stay in the park all night. And that that gets you to um, special trick-or-treating, which you can – even if you're an adult – Obviously, if you're a kid, you get the trick-or-treating bag. You get this big Disney bag. You can walk around. If you go on any attraction, if you go up to the – what are they called? the hosts, I guess, the stewardesses and stuff like that, they call them in some rides. You go up to them and be like, trick or treat, they have a hidden stash of candy and they will give you candy. Um, I know this because my wife wanted to go trick or treating when we were there for the Not So Scary Halloween Party. And we're walking around saying, where is everybody getting all this candy from? So we walk in the Pirates of the Caribbean and... She, the, the, the guy goes up to her and says, would you like some candy? Like quietly. And she goes, yes, uh, finally I can get some candy. And he goes, all you have to do is go up to each one of us in the ride and say trick or treat. And they give you, you know, good candy. They give you a, a Snickers bar. They give you Reese's and you get candy and you can do this on every attraction. Disney world's really cool. Um, so you, you do that throughout the entire park. Um, you can see certain shows the, the cool things, there's like new additions, um, you have now... Like I said, you have the new fireworks show. They added some realms to the the, the Halloween party parade, uh, which is probably the coolest parade of all the seasons. The Christmas parade is cool, but what I like about the Halloween is one... There's a lot of sequences that are really neat. There's a there's a part of the parade, and I'm gonna jump all around here. But it, because there might be people listening that only want to go for the parade and the fireworks, so I'm gonna jump all over the place here. Because when you see the not so scary Halloween party, if you guys go, the second the car closes, people are already lining up for the first, um, for the first uh, parade. There's two parades during this night, and then there's one fireworks show. Um, so I believe that it's eight o'clock for the first parade. And then
1: 10.30 or 10 yeah, o'clock for the next is, one. It was like 8 o'clock for the first parade, 9 o'clock for the fireworks, <clears> and then like 10, 10.30 for the second. Right. And then the park stays open for like till like midnight or Correct. something like that. Yep. And then
0: the cool thing is you have the Hocus Pocus stage show, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, that's I, concert
1: that runs every like 30 minutes, 45 yep. minutes, something oh, like that.
0: Yeah, I love it. It was a lot of fun. So this, the cool thing during the, um, the Boo to You Halloween parade is there's... This is part of the Haunted Mansion theme. There's men that are dancing. It's um, like four or five rows and they have shovels. Have you seen this? Yes. Oh, that's yeah. right. You did do this. Yep. Uh, thank God. I recommended it to Kyle and I was really happy he did it because if he hated it, the show probably wouldn't be going on right now. So, no. <laughs> so what, what they do is they start doing um, this this choreo- uh, choreographed dance. And the cool thing is these are real shovels, like real metal shovels. Yeah. And they start banging them on the ground and, and – um, You know, uh, uh, they like slide them slide them back and forth, and you see sparks all over the place. It's really cool. It's my favorite part of the. They get super
1: close to you too if you're sitting in the front row. Yeah, yeah, they get very close to you. It's it's very cool to experience.
0: Yep, and the cool part is, and I don't know if you did this, Kyle. uh, Did you go to the first parade or the second one?
1: Uh, we did the second parade because the rides emptied out while everybody's right. waiting for okay. the first parade, especially the people with the young kids because yeah. they're going back and those kids need to go to bed.
0: Yeah, so I'm happy you brought that up. Did you find success skipping the first parade?
1: Uh, yes, because... Um, so before I get into that really really briefly, it yeah. segments into what I was going to say is I've noticed, um, too, a lot of people have been complaining about the Halloween uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party this year and last year. Okay. That they're overselling and overbooking. That, yes. Um, because I know, like, prior years, people have talked about how empty it is. Mm-hmm. Um, when Caitlin and I went last September, it was packed. And, you know, it was like a Wednesday night or something wow. like that. and wasn't anywhere close to Halloween. And we're like, everybody told us it's empty. So it seems to be a growing trend that, you know, it is just becoming overly crowded at this party so um we were uh not gonna lie we were a little disappointed Mm -hmm. in the beginning understood uh, because lines were long we're just like how is this different than you know going to the park in the middle of the day but then like you said once once that parade starts and um and then thereafter that first parade emptied out, you know, it was like a 20 minute wait at most for, you know, even seven dwarves. I mean, everything was just moving very quickly. And even though there there was a little bit of a holdup in the beginning, um, Still cool, just being around. You know, everybody's dressed up in costumes. Caitlin and I were dressed up as Sully and yeah, it was really Monsters cool. Um, so it, it's just a great time. You have the Halloween music playing the whole yeah. night. You see, you know, you get to see the little kids in their costumes and everything. It was a blast. Yeah, um, but th- that's something you got to keep in mind. Is <laughs> it? That is a growing it um, is. in popularity. I mean, it's always been popular, but it is getting booked up mm-hmm. every night that it's on. Um, so it's going to be busy in the beginning. But like you said, after that first parade, it does empty out.
0: Yes, and the cool thing, and I think the reason why it's getting crowded is, I think <laughs> from different uh, deferring from when you and I were kids, Halloween has become a really big adult thing. Yes. So I think these these adults. But like you said you and and your wife our soon to be wife um, dressed up and when i was down there we were uh, morgan and i were there for our our, uh, our our honeymoon and we were walking around and it was telling you i mean it was pretty close to 50 50 adults to kids yep and it was and then that was a lot of childless millennials a lot there. Of ch- <laughs> <laughs> i was happy that you went there that was good um and it was it was incredible and you get to go all around and for those who get photo pass they have all these different photo pass experiences when you first walk into the park you get like a headless horseman um photo pass photo yes which we is really had,
1: cool we had the uh, photo pass we have to experience all that it was awesome
0: uh, it was great and then the by the haunted mansion you get a couple of them you get the, the the three uh hitchhiking ghosts and you get a photo like right in front of the haunted
1: mansion sign out front um in the queue and that's a really cool yeah, carriage there. Yep. Um, then, you know, they have – I mean, you can get the, this picture um, anytime, but they have all the big pumpkins set up in the front um, that you get your picture taken with and everything. That's just for the Halloween theming. I mean, you can do that anytime. Absolutely. But, you know, it's less crowded typically than during the um, – typical park hours. So, you know, lines for some of these uh, ideal pictures in front of the castle with the pumpkins and everything, you're going to have a little bit of a shorter wait, too.
0: Absolutely. And the Boo to You Halloween party uh, parade, like I said, guys, it happens twice. The fireworks show is once. Uh, I, But, again, I, I know it's expensive. Everything else is. So you, I'll give you the breakdown of what happened with us. When we booked our honeymoon and we went into Disney, we had not yet purchased Halloween tickets yet. So when we got there... Uh, my wife said, do you want to do the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party? I can um, – there was a ride breakdown, and for some reason they were offering free Fast Passes, but we were leaving the park. So we couldn't do it. We were upset, but it' not a big deal. We went to the front. Um, they said, how about we offer you two free Halloween per- party tickets? I said, all right, <laughs> let's give it a whirl. We have nothing else yeah. to do. We're having a good time. Um, so we got them. Oh, I'm so happy it ended up being that way because I think we were going to end up paying for them anyway to get them. Uh, we walked on. I think I remember telling Kyle, I think her and I did Haunted and Pirates like six times each yes, that yep. night. It was insane. We literally walked on all these rides and then we got a, a, a spot literally on the hook on the on the, um, the basically U-turn going into the castle towards the stage. So we were right in front of the castle, and we were right there for the fireworks, and we were right there for the the, the Halloween. I'm sitting here talking to Kyle with my hands. I apologize. It's just not a visual podcast. It's,
1: a, it's an Italian thing.
0: It's because <laughs> I'm both, trying to picture. We both do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to picture where I was, and it was it was great. We could either sit or we could stand on the concrete block wall there. Um, but no, for those who want to do it, I I highly recommend it. Yes, Kyle is right. It's been a, an ongoing issue with overbooking these shows. I think this happened actually with the Christmas, the Disney's Very Merry Christmas Parade, year, a couple years ago. And Disney did something to fix that. Um, I don't remember exactly what they did. Um, but I'm not sure if they capped certain dates, which I guess when you get like right now. Right now is when you guys are going to see the Halloween party probably really start to ramp up in terms of attendance. Because yep. we're, we're, we're getting into exactly the last two or three weeks or so before Halloween. Um, so if I were you guys – when you're booking your fast passes or booking your passes, please, I, I, just get them. You, you can exchange them if you don't want them. They, w- you will get a refund. I do know that because people were doing that um, when we were there. They will give you a refund if you don't want it because guess what? That opens it up for other people that want to get in. Right. Um, they're, they're never not going to sell the tickets. Absolutely. So if you if you choose not to do it, then don't do it. But I'm just saying to you guys. I'm a massive Christmas buff. If it was up to me, I'd have Christmas decorations up in my house September first. But this whole thing told me and made me reevaluate what I love about Disney World, and the the, the Halloween, the whole all of Halloween down in Disney is my favorite time to go. And I've been there for all seasons. I love Christmas, but Halloween trumps it for me. the, the next couple times I go, I just want to go for the Halloween time because one, the crowds historically are less yep the weather breaks so you're talking you're in the 70s during the day um i don't think it touched over 81 82 the entire time i was there and that was mid-october uh i think we were there october 16th to like the 23rd that was what two years ago yeah two years okay we're approaching two years ago wow we're already approaching two years ago yeah Uh, (laughs) so uh, i believe our next trip that we are planning soon will be um probably the mid-october And I'm very much looking forward to that because, you know, I can make, you know, dress up my daughter and the most outrageous things.
1: Um, But that's going to be a lot of fun. Kyle, any lasting words on that? No. uh, Just like um, you said, you know, I'm very glad that I did it. Um, Caitlin and I did not ever plan to do it. I'm not a Halloween person Mm -hmm. at all. I typically don't get dressed up for things. It's not just something. I I just don't enjoy it. Um, So... Those of you know, I was actually supposed to go to Disney the year you and Morgan went for your honeymoon. We were supposed to go the year before that. Oh, that was Um, awful. We had, um, you know, booked tickets for the Keys to the Kingdom tour. And we also had tickets that was going to be the last year, I believe, of La Nuba. Yeah. So we had La Nuba tickets. Um, Funny thing, a hurricane rolled through when we were supposed (laughs) to go. We had to cancel our trip and we went up to um, Toronto and Niagara Falls, which we had a blast with. But um, so then we were like, all right, well. We still want to go to Disney World, so we did it again Mm -hmm. last year. Well, La Nuba was gone, and we were planning on we wanted to book like an identical trip to the year before, so we were planning on doing La Nuba and Keys to the Kingdom. We got our Keys to the Kingdom tour booked, um, but obviously La Nuba was gone, so the money that we used or we're going to use for La Nuba, we ended up, hey. could we save the money sure but we want to get like the most out of this experience so we ended up dumping the money into the um halloween party based on your recommendation mm. of it and again it was it was incredible it was, it was probably one of the best experiences we had that trip oh, i'm so happy because i did not want to
0: have to owe kyle over 200 dollars still do <laughs> stop it right now that's like compounding interest of like five years um but yeah i'm really grateful for that um and man talking about what you just said I'm bummed and this makes me sound awful guys and I, I understand it and you can hate me for it in all the years I went to Disney I never saw Lanuba I really wanted to see Lanuba before it closed and I was so envious and jealous of Kyle that he was going to see it but he didn't so it makes me feel a little bit better inside have you inside
1: ever seen any Cirque du Soleil
0: show one in
1: Vegas they're amazing they are I mean it's so cool to watch we went it turns out the week that we went to Toronto instead of our Disney trip there was a Cirque du Soleil Mm. show up going on in Toronto so we were like "All right, we're not getting Cirque du Soleil in Disney right so we did Cirque du Soleil up in Toronto and it was awesome yeah uh I definitely, um, you know, when the new show opens in Disney World with Cirque du Soleil. Can't wait. I will 100% be uh, getting tickets oh, for you it when can, I go back. You can bet you're behind I'm going to, to the you new know, one. I, I think, um, I don't want to get too sidetracked. That's with okay. other things to discuss. but no, that's good. I think, too, um, you know, back when I used to go to Disney um, when I was younger and everything with my parents, Disney, or down, downtown Disney was yeah. not a wonderful thing. Like it had some shops and everything, but it's no Disney Springs. So I think the whole appeal and, you know, you spend an evening there, you know, you go to the show. It's just, it's just a much more enjoyable experience down in Disney Springs now, in my opinion, than downtown Disney ever was. So I think there's more appeal for people to spend time down there. Like I know Caitlin and I took, all right, we're not going to do a park night. Um, We typically would do like a park during the day Around two o'clock, go back to the hotel, go for a swim, cool mm-hmm. off, shower, and then go back out in the evening. Um, we took a, an evening and went to Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think that whole experience is much more enjoyable for people, and you know, kids of all ages, they have stuff to offer all the time. So you know, you can go to Cirque du Soleil and not feel like, all right, I went to downtown Disney or Disney Springs, did this hour, hour and a half show, and now what am I going to do with the rest yeah. of my night? There's so much to do there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really think that it's going to be a huge success when they open up this new show um, in Disney Springs. Uh, very much looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, before we take the, the, our, our last break here, uh, one day or one week, we are going to do basically a review or an an overlook on what Disney Springs offers. Cause it's so massive. It's like its own community now. It's so big, but the cool thing is I'm, and I, people brought this up to me in a couple of the groups, um, when are you gonna t- are you gonna talk about Pleasure Island? And for those who don't know, there was Disney Springs. Now, before that, it was Downtown Disney. Downtown Disney, about fifteen to twenty years ago, was called Pleasure Island. It was actually for for those who don't know, for the for the youngins, um, Kyle might have went down one time when it was there, but obviously he couldn't go. We were we were not adults. That goes in what I'm saying. Pleasure Island was an adult centric. Um, park for the for the adults. There was comedy clubs. There was, um, right, just there, nice was clubs there was there was nightclubs. Yep. There was bars. And I remember the one time before Pleasure Island closed down and became Downtown Disney, um, I went to like an open mic thing with my dad, um, and I remember going to see a comedy show. It was my first ever comedy show I've ever seen in my life. I might have been thirteen or fourteen, and boy oh boy man, it was it was you know strobe lighting all around the entire park there was nothing but adults and it was but there was it was almost had like a disney springs feel there's a lot of cool restaurants a lot of things to do um it you know it wasn't like a a, a promenade of stores like it it is now um but, yeah, we'll get into a huge Disney Springs episode. Yeah, I, I can't wait I that love <laughs> Disney Springs. Um, I could almost eat at any restaurant they offer. Um, there's a lot of new things coming down there as well. So we'll get into that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about World Showcase, and we're going to discuss what our plans are is for that. And then we're going to start with Canada. And then we'll um, – Touch on a couple quick hits at the end of the show. Kyle brought up a great idea. What we're gonna do for each of us is for each show, um, because as you hear Dorn shows, you'll hear little tidbits from our histories of being in Disney or just you know experiences that we had. Kyle said, "Why not at the end of the show we share one experience that we can remember? Um, it could be recent, it could be when I we were young." What is the Disney experience that you can remember to give to you guys? Because a lot of people on, on Disney, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, people love talking about their memories from Disney World or yep. Disneyland or anywhere. So we're going to give one of ours at the end of the show. Um, that's Kyle. I'm Chris. We'll be right back after this quick word. Everybody scream Everybody scream. You are Welcome back, Disney Happy Hour. I am Christy Francesco. That is Kyle Higgins. Um, so really happy we were able to touch on those things for you guys. Um, so we're going to get into uh, World Showcase. So this was something uh, Kyle texted me. Kyle texts me like a couple times a week saying, all right, what do you want to talk about? Let's break this down now. And it always rocks me because I'm thinking to myself, there's 9 million things to talk about. And right this second, all of a sudden, I can't think about it. But for some, it was... It was a great timing on his end, and he didn't mean for it. I know he didn't. He's not that great. He is great, but he's not that great. No, good. I'm not that great. <laughs> so he's like, you know, you know, do you have any ideas for something new? And I, and I always try to find something that we can have a continuous thing. Um, because I don't, I don't like spending an hour uh, talking about the entire aspect of a park because there's a hundred different things you can do in each park. So what I said to Kyle, I said, why don't we break down World Showcase? And he said, all of it? I said, no, let's do country by country. Whether it's not that much or, or anything, I know people that go to World Showcase and they'll skip countries. Yep. Because I'll tell you right now, and I'm being honest with you, I I skip – there are countries that I skip. <laughs> I, I, I don't do – I don't think I do China, but I do Japan. <laughs> okay. I love Japan. I, I like their food. But um, I for, there's just some places. When I was on my honeymoon with Morgan, we went into a couple of these places. And I was like, well, I've never, ever seen this before. Yeah. I didn't even know it existed. Some things I didn't even know were there. Um, but they, there are certain little things in each country I think people would really love. There's even, like you said, there's rides. For those who miss Maelstrom, like me, in Norway. Well, I do too. I, I loved... Uh, Maelstrom. Um, it's now the Frozen ride. And, you know, there is a lot of hate towards that Frozen ride taken over from Maelstrom. Um, not with the kids, because kids obviously love Frozen, but for all the, the paying customers, the people that pay, the adults, Maelstrom was just. There was nothing to it, but man, it was just great. I don't know why, but I loved it. Yeah. We um, get to hear all about our complaints about that when we work <laughs> our way When over we there. get over there. So, we're going to start today with Canada. Um Canada, I believe is So, when you walk, if you're walking into Epcot from the main entrance, right from the main entrance, the first on the right. Correct. It's the first one to your right. Um if you go left, it will not be Canada, so nope. <laughs> so you make a right, and there it is. Your first one you got is Canada. Um, I'll tell you what. It, growing up, I, I didn't understand a whole lot about it because the building that they chose, that that big building that's in front, I never knew what the heck it was.
1: Um, but it, it's nice. It's a hotel. That that's yeah. I, uh, I didn't know very, that. Very famous ho- hotel, um, the Chateau Laurier. Okay. Uh, which is found in Ottawa. Apparently, it's a big icon in Ottawa. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know why they chose it. Very pretty building. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Every time I, I go there, it it's is. always getting worked on. But still, nonetheless, um, very nice structure. What I like about Canada is they also offer pretty cool entertainment. They have live music. They have live bands. Um, I forget there was a band that performed there for so long. They don't do it anymore. Um, but they were like a... Um, who are the people that that sing the uh, Ship Me Up to Boston? Dropkick Murphys, right? There was a band that resembles Dropkick Murphys without the cussing, without stuff like that. But they resemble the performing like Dropkick Murphys, and they were really cool. They don't perform there anymore. Uh, Disney kind of revamped Canada and the performances in, in World Showcase a couple years ago. Um but it's still great performing. Uh, it, it's there's a store. If you walk up the steps when you get to the Canada Canada Pavilion towards that hotel, as Kyle said, there's a little store on the left for those who love hockey. Um, you walk in there and you actually can buy like really cool hockey gear. Yeah. I've been in there before and I've bought Quebec Nordiques T-shirts and and um, you know really cool Canada stuff. They I remember walking in there ten years ago and there's a Wayne Gretzky T-shirt. I was like, wow, I'm in Disney. Get I can get a Wayne gretzky t-shirt from the uh, edmonton oilers so um uh, so the most popular thing obviously we all we all know for those who like to eat food uh <laughs> the most popular thing in canada world showcase in world showcase is uh la Cellier steakhouse which is a um a premier destination for a lot of people um Kyle is not the biggest fan, and I understand his reasoning. I really enjoy La It's I'm not sure it's worth the price point, or I don't think it's maybe not worth the amount of points if you're on the Disney uh, dining plan. Um, Kyle, I'll let you talk about your opinion on that, um, because... You have a deferring opinion. Correct. All right. So your thoughts on that. I I agree. My
1: my biggest complaint um with Celier, and don't get me wrong, I think the food is very good. Um I just I don't think it's a two-table um service credits, Mm -hmm. you know, um it's a signature restaurant, quote Mm -hmm. unquote, um, according to Disney. Um so I think what ruins it for me is that it's a steakhouse you know here in New Jersey up in the uh, mid-Atlantic we have really good steak Steakhouses are a dime a dozen Um, you know I can go and get a good steak for significantly less anywhere (laughs) um so you know th- that's my biggest complaint. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't choose to go to Disney World and go and sit down in a steakhouse where I could have anything like that at home. Um, you know, the food is good. I, I, I'm I'm not going to knock it. The food mm-hmm. is good. Um, for those of you who are interested in a steakhouse, it is really expensive. Um, it's, it's probably one of the better steakhouses mm-hmm. on property. I won't say the best. I agree. Um, but you know, it's one of the better steaks you're going to get on the Disney World property. Well, I just don't. I don't see the value in it because I can I can get it elsewhere. Yeah. Um no I agree what
0: I like about La Cellier and this is not food based I love the the style I love the scenery I love that it's a den like thing it's you yeah. almost feel like you're in this den winery in a way yep. I really like the low lights um, yeah you can have candles on your on your table it's definitely to me not kid centric no I really no, don't no. think so at all it, it was. It's a. It's romantic. It's quiet, which is really nice. You can have a really good conversation with whoever you're with. It could be with friends or your significant other. Um, I always enjoy going to Le Cellier just for that reason. However, uh, Kyle is right, and I shared that same opinion of his. Man, it's like $60 for a steak. If you're yeah. not on Disney Dining Plan, you're spending about $100, almost $100 a person yeah, um, a on lot. that. And that's... And Kyle's right. I'm not gonna spend over a hundred dollars a person. I can go get a steak. I mean, I I stay at the beach club. I can go right next door to the yachts to the Yachtsman
1: Steakhouse and Yacht Club. So, and Kyle right now is looking at <laughs> just just to, just to list off a few things. Just I just wanted to pull up a price. Um, just you know, refresh my memory. Uh, filet mignon. Um, Hatless Lierre is fifty nine dollars. Wow. Uh, Prime ribeye fifty seven dollars. Even a New York strip is fifty five dollars. I mean, I. I mean, obviously. You know, not saying I'm a, I'm a Greek cook or anything, but, you know, I can go to the grocery store and get a, a, a twin pack, a, you know, pound and a half of New York strip for 20 bucks, throw it on the grill. And, you know, I'm content with the meal that I can I can cook on that. Um, and, you know, like we said, we have a lot of very good steakhouses in the area. You know, you got um, Del Frisco's in Philadelphia, Capitol Grill, Ruth's Chris. Fogo de Chow. Fogo de Chow. We have, we have a ton of big name, um very nice restaurants in the area that we can get a very high quality piece of meat so for me um it's not worth not worth the money or um the points however i i definitely see the appeal for other people yeah yeah for sure and to me when you're asking when you're asking me
0: um it, I'd rather go spend $20 at the Polite Pig in in Disney Springs and have to go to that price point at Le Cellier. Now, again, I don't want anybody to think that we don't like Le Cellier. It's very good. No, it's
1: it, the, the, you're, it's a very yeah. good restaurant. It's a very but good restaurant.
0: But I think you can get more
1: bang for your buck elsewhere. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yep. it, it, but not to deter people. If you're right, interested right. in going to Le Cellier, it's a very nice atmosphere. You know, it's kind of like a cellar yeah um you know good steak good seafood Mm -hmm. um a big thing for me i know chris you are not a big drinker right um I, I do like to partake in drinking beer um, and I like to I like to try and typically get local beers to wherever I am mm-hmm. um, so when I went to Canada I exclusively only drank Canadian beers although there was a large variety of American beers available um, Le Cellier for those of you who do also enjoy alcoholic beverages they do offer a good variety of Canadian beers and wines as well yeah, their wine um, is really good so you you know you might find something on the menu um, or on the drink menu Mm-hmm. That you know you won't typically see in your liquor store at restaurants at home, yeah. um, so it could be cool to try something new.
0: Yeah, La Cellière has that atmosphere where. It's almost as if it you get wine, you get a beer yeah. and you sit there and you have a good time. Yeah. Um for for me, uh, Disney seems to be the only place that I um that I participate in drinky poos. Uh, <laughs> cuz I usually like to go around the countries a little bit and get, you know, a wine here or a, a special a liqueur there or a beer. Definitely not in the summer. I don't do beer in the summer cuz I that, that just just not my not my bag on that one. <laughs> uh but uh so yeah, for Canada there's also a show. They're Used to be a show. I think it was called Oh Canada, which Still is right. I think it updated. It, I think it just January, got recently updated. January
1: 2020, the new show.
0: Okay, out. right. Because before it was Martin Short, and yes. it was or it was narrated. And it was a video about Martin Short and talking about because he's from Canada, obviously, and it was. You know, talked about the great uh, country of Canada. So um, I believe, yes, like Kyle said, it was getting renovated uh, and it's getting
1: completely updated. Is Martin Short going to be part of the update? That I don't know. Um, I, I don't know that they haven't released that much information on it yet. Um, but I know the name of it will be called Far and Wide uh, okay. instead of O Canada. I, I think it's almost like you're standing there
0: in this ri- in this attraction. It's not. It's not a ride in this attraction, and it's almost as if. You're in a soaring ride, but you're standing...
1: And there's a big screen taking you through Canada. I get I get motion sickness. So do in I. In Canada. I um, do, too. For those of you who have not uh, been to Disney, been to Epcot, done these shows, um, whatever it may be, um, this is one of Disney's um, 360 circle vision theaters. Yeah, so it's a stand, lot. It is like a thin kind of screen that circles all around you. Kind of reminds me of like a hockey venue. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. With the... the uh, Canada. Yeah, the, the thing going all around <laughs> it. Um, What's yeah. the other country that has that? Is it China? China, 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 China has, has well. something like that as well. Um, so it, you know... I get I get dizzy and I find, you know, and it's a shame too because it's not the same image all the way around. There's stuff missing behind you. But I found when I kept obviously turning to see what is around me, um, that's what made me dizzy. So I kind of have to just stand there and focus on one spot and I do miss, you know, what's behind me and stuff. But that's the only way I don't get sick.
0: Mm-hmm. Another another cool thing about Canada, fun fact for you guys, it's one of the best spots to stand for then now. Um, Epcot forever, but before illuminations, Epcot or uh, Canada was a really good spot to stand, uh, for illuminations. I, I used to go there a lot because they have a couple like boulders or or picture points as, as they would say, um, for Canada, but then they're right next to their little spots that you can sit or you can stand to the left and to the right of the picture spots for for Canada little um historical monuments that they put there spots to get photos and you can stand there and literally see the entire i guess bay or the lake um for that for the nighttime spectacular so if you guys are looking for a good spot um you know right near the entrance to get out get in and get out um hop there right there in Canada you guys can get really good spot for the nighttime show um, so, yeah, I, I would think that the number one attraction to Canada to, to wrap up the first country here would be the Steakhouse. I mean, I think that's the main reason people go to Canada is La Cellier. Yes.
1: Um, um, for what, you? Well, I mean, I, I wasn't going to say for me. I said one, uh, one thing that's really nice is they have beautiful grounds at Canada. They too. really There's do. There's a lot of flowers, mm-hmm. ponds. I mean, great picture obviously. spot. Obviously, it's fake, but the rock work and everything <laughs> yes. like that. If you go into the back, um, they have a cool waterfall. Yep. In um, the back, it's like a thirty foot waterfall, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but it's very pretty to walk around, um, and a lot of cool places um, for like family pictures and stuff like that. You got a lot of really nice scenery behind you.
0: And if you, for those who you know want to really dig into these countries, ask an attendant. You know, they are what Disney does so cool is they dive in and they delve into that culture. Everybody that you see that's working for Disney in that country is from that country. Yep, and their name tags will tell you where they're from. Right, you will not talk to one if you go into canada and world showcase you won't meet anybody from detroit michigan no
1: it's going to be from that country they could possibly have relocated to detroit but their (laughs) their heritage where they were born and raised is um going to be canada right so if you
0: have questions even about that particular country they will show you like hey go up here and to the left and you'll see this and it'll be something that you might not have ever noticed before that's how i found all the new stuff like in china i asked somebody you know what is here Somebody directed us to these little caddy corners, and there was all these. Like, I didn't know that China show existed until um, an attendant said, yeah, go right over here, and you'll see this show that not a lot of people know about." I was yeah, like, okay, I'll go check it yeah. out. Some museums, in a way, like artifacts of China and Japan.
1: Yeah, it's it's very cool. Um, mm-hmm. The whole world showcase, like the the whole thing, um, not just Canada, but you know how they do that. Have they have uh, people from those countries um, working in their the pavilion, mm-hmm. um, if you want to call it. Yeah, pavilion. That's perfect. Um, and, you know, it's very informative. It's a great way, you know, if you you don't know much about a particular area or a typical culture, um, you know, the people are always very friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no such thing really as an ignorant question. They, you know, they're always willing to help you and and inform you. It's, it's very educational, um, but in a fun way, too. Yep. Um, you know, you get great interactions with people. Yep. And then since
0: we're going to have to... Um... Go quick here. With also Canada, right now is the Food and Wine Festival. Yes. Right now, if you go to – so if you go to Canada, you go right out front. You're going to have these little um, kiosks there, I guess you can call them, of uh, Canadian-specific treats uh, and meals that you won't get the, any other time. I
1: think the big things that most people worry about, there's poutine. Yes. And then um, – canada is like famous the canada pavilion i should say is famous for like it's um it's like a beer cheese soup or a cheese soup, yeah, and i think they can time. pour that on fries and everything yep. like that so you can get that out of the kiosk that soup is also available in le cellier mm-hmm. so it is if that is the only thing you're interested in you can get that for a snack credit during food and wine
0: yeah absolutely so just remember that food and wine if you guys are there now Um, There's a lot of extra things that go on in each pavilion, so definitely check that out. Uh, I highly recommend the Food and Wine Festival. We'll get another show. We'll talk about that as well. Um, I was... I was just there for food and wine and i was just there for food and wine so it's amazing now we're gonna wrap things up with our stories but really quick speaking of epcot it just came out i think last night that last night's show epcot forever was canceled uh yes due to I, technical difficulties and i read
1: something that um it was in a delay before it was canceled oh. so i believe the original showing is supposed to be what nine o'clock so that went Illuminations with mm-hmm. nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person said they waited until 1040 before Disney announced that there will be no show. Um be honest with you, if, you know, Disney's so prompt with things, if after 15 minutes I'm it's not going on, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Right. All right. I'm gonna I'll, head out of here. I'll come back tomorrow night yeah. and check it out. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, they said that, you know, they announced, I guess it was in a delay. Um, but at 10.40 last night they announced, uh, yeah, there's not going to be a show.
0: Man, I can't believe... The oh man, all these issues that are going on lately, And they're all technical. <laughs> they're all technical yeah, yep. problems. Um, but don't it's worry, it's a, prob- a problem in today's day and age. It is technology always breaks down. Those darn machines. Yep. <laughs> all right. Lastly, favorite Disney memory that you can think of off the top of your head, Kyle? You want to go first?
1: All right. Yes. Yeah, so it, you know, it's it's a funny story. Um, funny, funny to me. I, I, as a kid, I thought it was hilarious, um, and it involves illuminations. Okay. Um, since that recently you know, ceased. Um, I thought it would be a fitting time for this. Um, I remember, um, we got a bench, um, me, my mom and my dad, we were sitting there waiting for illuminations and, um, man, we, we must've gotten there at like seven 45 to camp out for this. I think it was like the first year we went as a family. So, you know, it was new to all of us. Everybody raved about illuminations and we're just like, all right. We're going to get a good spot. (laughs) So we go and um, we're sitting there and, you know, no crowds or anything like that. And crowds start picking up, picking up as it's getting closer to nine o'clock. And my dad looks at me and he says, Kyle. Do not let anybody on that bench next to you. (laughs) Within 15 minutes, there's four other people on this bench with us. Uh, Me and my mom got kicked off the bench. We're surrounded by like 500 people. You know, my dad's sitting there, like, getting into arguments with people. Oh, no. I can imagine angry. this. Um, yeah, you, you know my dad. <laughs> I can um, imagine. And it, it just turned out to be, like, a total nightmare. You know, it, it, my dad, I remember him making fun of people. Um, they, they sit on the ground for Illuminations. They, they do it at every park. Yeah. But, and they, they put out their park map like it's going to be a cushion for them sitting on yes. concrete. It's very my comfortable. my dad's sitting there like, I don't understand what they're doing. <laughs> and my mom's like, well, maybe it's for cleanliness. Dad, well, you're sitting on the ground. Yeah, and you've been touching it all right. day. <laughs> the whole thing, it just turned out to like a total nightmare. I You know, I was probably like seven or eight mm-hmm. So I could barely see over all the adults in front of me. It turned out like my parents like had to hold me like up on top of the bench so I could see, you know, the whole thing was just a nightmare. Um, And that's honestly like my most memorable thing from Illuminations. Like I loved Illuminations. I remember the show was great, but... Every time I go back, I just think about sitting on this bench and within like the blink of an eye, like you go from it being empty to like there's a million people surrounding you. It was
0: ridiculous. My favorite part about that story is just envisioning your dad arguing with people. I could I just wish I was
1: there. And his <laughs> temper has gotten better over the years actually. Yes. I mean, he he's a wonderful man. Was, it, it was quite an experience. <laughs> I love it. So
0: for me, um, this was great because, boy, did we pick the system. Because for those of you who don't know, soon, maybe even the next show, we're going to have a sit-down interview with my dad, who's a DVC member since 2000. As much as he hates to admit it, super knowledgeable about Disney World and incredibly knowledgeable about the system of the Disney Vacation Club, um, about adding points, getting rid of points, stuff like that. We're going to have a sit-down with him, and he's actually going to have to um, express this knowledge. I will get that out of him for you guys um, because he's actually a really good talker as well. Um, So... This was – all right. I'm the oldest of four, so let me let you guys know. I'm going to be 33 in November. My sister is going to be 30. My brothers um, – my one brother turned 21 yesterday. My other brother's 18. So Brad, who is a 21-year-old, was already born. So we were down there, and he was a baby. And this was during right around Christmas time. It was the first time we went around Christmas time. So my mom has Brad in the stroller. This is 1998. Um, And it was awesome. There's this thing that they do. It's changed now. It's called Baby Swap. So at the time in 1998, when you had a baby swap, you go to the front of the line. Okay, let's just I'm going to use Thunder Mountain, for example, because this is what I remember the most. You go into you go up to the front line and they notice you have a stroller. So you say, hey, I'm doing baby swap. What they would do, they would take you around the entire ride and they you take you into like a side back entrance where literally you're walking in and on you're on the other side of the ride. And on the complete other side is the lines. You know, the queue where you're normally walking in with FastPass. Uh, so you came in like
1: the cast member we side. We came
0: in like the cast member side because my mom had just had a newborn. He had a stroller. And they look at it as if, you know, it's really hard to ride rides, you know, with a newborn and stuff like that. But they want you to join your experience. Well, my dad was able to, to mess with the system, of course. And I would go on the ride with him. Boom. You get off the ride at the end. You go to that same spot you came in. You wait there. My mom. Now my dad has to go with the baby stroller. My mom would come in, get to walk right back on the ride again. You don't even wait like literally three, two minutes. They just put you in the ride. Uh, you're the worst kind so of people. So I walked right back. I'm like, let's go. Let's get ready. Do it again. Get off the ride. Now they're like, all right, the mom can go do that. Do you have anybody else to ride the ride with? My dad would go, yeah, but, you know, obviously the baby's not big enough. Obviously to ride this roller coaster, so can we just go one more time? Of course you can. So three times in a row, any roller coaster, any attraction that at the time, before they, thank God, changed the system, because if that happened to me now, I'd flip. <laughs> but if, yes. If
1: like, you have a baby, this would be the ideal time. Oh, no, no. no. If it's good
0: for me now. I uh, okay. might do it, but we'll see. But Thank other you. people, I'll get mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was what I remember. One of the memories was Baby Swap at that time, 20 some years ago, literally you you have a stroller. You are a gold mine. You're literally walking on every attraction m- multiple times and it is great. But that's my memory was great. great yes, um, but no. But thank you so much to everybody who tuned in last week, man. We had huge uh, outpouring uh, of downloads and views, especially on Anchor. Thank you so much to the hundreds of people that 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 came on just the Anchor alone. I really appreciate that. Even though you know all the other platforms are easier, but you guys were chose Anchor, which is really great for Anchor as well. Um, thank you so much. Uh, we don't exactly know the topic of next week. Week, we like to kind of save that because Kyle and I discuss these things also with Disney as you guys know from following Twitter and social media something changes every single day and something happens things in Disney things are very fluid right or it's, things are breaking it's one of the two yep. so um, we will give you guys updates on the next show probably going to have that interview segment on the DVC um, I've been getting requests about DVC so we're going to get that we have someone that uh, does Disney Cruise on that we might be getting on yep we're working on that yeah we're working on that as well just got to get schedules together Um, but thank you so much to everyone for the outpouring of love and you know we're doing well on twitter as well so definitely go on twitter at disney happy hour Give us a follow You know, if you guys want to comment, retweet, um, do whatever you want, whether you like it or don't like it, positive, negative, feedback is feedback, and it's great, and we really appreciate that. If there's topics you want us to talk about, we'll break that down as well. Um, so for, for Kyle Higgins, I am Christy Francesco. Thank you guys so much. Um, and if we don't talk to you before Halloween, which I'm pretty sure we absolutely will, Have a happy Halloween and a safe one. Um, And we will talk to you guys down the road. Have a good one. Bye-bye.